everyone welcome to tonight's episode of tori 37 it's this episode is gonna be called the most wonderful time of the year and while you must be saying to yourself it's not christmas tori get a grip i get it it's not christmas we're still in november and we're quickly approaching thanksgiving which is next week (sighs) where has this year gone (laughs) we all know where it's gone but to see the positivity in this what have you learned this year You've gotten to spend a lot more time with your family, at least your immediate family, your kids, your loved ones, like your spouse or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and even your dog or cat. So we've been home and clearly that's where we're gonna be for a while now with restrictions continuing to be handed down from state to state and being told that, well, Thanksgiving this year might be by Zoom. That's the direction we're looking at. But we have to be thankful for what we do have. We've been able to stay off of ventilators, knock on wood. We haven't been completely exposed to COVID that we know of. And we get to see the light of day, unlike a lot of people who have passed away. As someone who who works at a hospital, I see the mortality more than necessary sometimes. And when you go up to the emergency room, whether you're a patient or you're covering a break, you see things that you don't always want to see. And while I can't really go into what I do see, you get the gist of it. So this year and how it's ending, I like to think of it on a positive note of, I'm thankful to still be breathing. I'm thankful to be alive. I never thought that the success that I've had this year would ever happen. I always thought that I would be stuck in a position where I didn't know where I was going to be going. I didn't think that putting myself out there was really going to be an option at some point. I've accomplished a lot this year. Many of us have accomplished a lot this year by the belief in ourselves to pushing ourselves to the absolute max of what we thought we were capable of. I know that in the future, things won't always be easy when they go back to normal, air quotations. But I know that I've paved the road for myself to get to a better place, to be able to elevate myself a little bit better in my career, to not struggle. I'm not just known for what I used to do in the past. I'm known for what I'm doing now. And that's something that's really important. Um, While I can't exactly pinpoint how blessed I am, I take comfort in the fact that, you know, my mom, somewhere in whatever realm she's in, does see it. And while she couldn't be here physically, she knows that I'm doing good. And that makes me really happy because I really wish that she could have seen some of what I accomplished. And while it took a lot of years to get to that point after her death, it does exist. So, Mom, Mama, wherever you are, I love you. And this, all of this this year is for you. All of this. For us. For the dreams that you gave me when I was a kid. For everything that you instilled in me from that point from the four-year-old that you said, don't ever give up on anything that you ever dream of. 
Victoria and Rashida, you are worth more than the stars in the sky. You are always going to go forward in life. You are meant to be something, my moon child. I keep those thoughts in the back of my head, in her voice, something that's faded from me. And while that kind of scares me, I know that, you know, the recordings that I do have of her, sometimes they're not really pleasant to listen to because it's more towards the end of her life. I have the pictures in my mind. I have the many pictures I took with her that I forced her, coerced her to take. So this is a part of the year, like I said, where I would usually just become a recluse and not even say anything to anybody to shut down within myself. And now it actually is one of the most wonderful times of the year. A lot of things in my life have fallen into place and I'm going to continue to, you know, work hard, work hard, get to the point where this isn't just a secondary career, where it becomes my primary career, somewhere down the line. I mean, I think in the next two to three years, I could probably, you know, work from home and do this full time. And that's my goal, to be able to speak and, you know, be in front of an audience of people even if we're still socially distancing because I don't ever think that we'll ever get back to what we used to know but we'll have our new normal and that I'll use to you know kind of get to the point where I need to be okay but back to you know wanting to talk about where we're going so next year 2021 we're hoping for better things to come we're hoping for a new beginning but we have to end this year on a semi-high note now we're getting the whole there's going to be a vaccine type situation coming out in the next year obviously since i work in healthcare, i'll be one of the first people that's going to get it does it scare me yes does that mean that i'll get it you know covid i don't know i mean do we really know? I think, like I said in the past, I think I already had it. And let me tell you, if that's what it was, it wasn't pleasant for me. It wasn't great. It was probably, I literally thought I was dying. I literally did. So I can see where people who have made videos before they've passed away, making people aware of what's going on. I can understand where that comes from. Not being able to breathe was one of the things that I remember the most. I literally felt like I was drowning. So, anyways, as I was saying, going and ending this year on a high note, we don't know what the future holds, but we do know the reality is we're going into a new year, we're going into a new phase of life, and we need to prepare for it. Now, Massachusetts, as I've said before, and even today, has put more restrictions and so has our neighboring Rhode Island and Connecticut because the cases are spiraling out of control. And it's getting to the point where it's really scary and this is the reality we're living. The surges are happening everywhere and more people are losing loved ones. And that's not what we want. We want for people to be able to spend time with their families. We wanna be able to, you know, 
be what we were once upon a time. Unfortunately, we can't have that. We can have a kind of cast off of that or a facsimile, but we're never going to go back to the life that we led. And I think when people can completely come to grips with that, maybe going forward, we'll be in a better place. But right now, I think a lot of people struggle with the fact that everything that they knew was taken away from them when this started. We had, you know, that period of time where we were free, we didn't have to wear a mask, we were okay. We were told that this wasn't going to last a long time. And then as we continued to go forward and the cases grew and people were dying and we were getting numbers, we learned this wasn't a game. It's not a game. Or this is not just going to go away. This is not the common cult. And then, like I stated previously, um, that was that Friday when I was in my previous position that it was busy. And then the Monday, everyone was gone. They shut down everything. And all that we knew, life that we knew, was gone. And since then, we've had to really dig in our heels and try to figure out what is going on. How can we make this better? We went through a spring of, you know, shutdown, being at home. Well, not myself because, again, I work at a hospital. So I, like many people, have an essential job where we have to be there, whether we feel safe or not. Sometimes that's catch-22 other times I think it's a blessing in disguise because I've been able to support myself my, my household my husband so I'm thankful for that but for those people who haven't been that lucky I get what you're saying when that happened the first shutdown in my previous role a lot of our hours were cut we were put in a position where we weren't able to to take care and I'm like well, what are we supposed to do? We're lost. And here we are. We're stuck. We don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So that's when I started thinking to myself, you have to learn to support yourself. You have to be self-sufficient. You can't just rely upon your job. You have to go outside of yourself. That's when all this was created. That and like I said, being lost and not knowing where to turn. Because we couldn't go out, we couldn't exactly book a a therapy appointment. No, it wasn't like that. It's just something that we've had to, you know, grasp that the reality is that the world is changing and that's not just here because there are a lot of people who are dying overseas and we had all the other uh, situations that were happening we have troops overseas we have wars here we have chemical bio warfare all this other nonsense well not truly nonsense but other circumstances going on around us that aren't exactly helping us and then, of course, we went. We were allowed to go back outside during the summer. And the cases were still going up, but we were able to finally get that breath of hair. 
be able to see our families except for those who have families, family members who are high risk, like myself. My grandmother, I haven't hugged her in years because I don't, she's a high risk person. And as much as I would love to hug her, I would never want to put her, her at a mortality risk. I still have my grandfather who I was able to hug and kiss and you know, to have that bond. She was still there. It was still a great experience. But that, that relationship, that correlation that you would have with a loved one, it was taken away from you. Like it was taken away from me. Kids are seeing their grandparents through windows. You go into a nursing home. You get to knock on the window. You draw. You send pictures in. This is the life that you're leading because COVID has taken over. We want to get to a place where we feel comfortable again. And this year, like I said, ending, maybe we can extend that olive branch and get to where we need to be as a group of people. We will never be able to reach back in that memory bank and say, well, this is going to happen in the future. Future is unknown. The reality of now is here. We want to build a better future so we don't have to go through this again. And if we do, we're going to be a lot more prepared because we know what to expect. We know that maybe shutting down the government a little bit quicker probably would have helped us, but unfortunately, that wasn't exactly something we could have done. Financially, a lot of people can't afford to be at home. On the other note, people who needed to be at home were distance learning started happening it wasn't just a a phase now parents are struggling with the burnout and we're all just fatigued mentally we're wearing masks that we're allergic to that are taking away you know the ability to you know to smell anything to, to feel anything the only time you take it off is when you're going outside you're at home with your family, maybe, or you're eating, but then it's going back on. It's become like a second skin to us. And that's not something that anybody ever expected. I mean, did we really? We didn't. We thought that, hey, this would go away, but then it hasn't. So now we have to take steps to make fit it into our reality, fit it into our, our our lives. We don't want it to be there, but what are we supposed to do? Exactly. There's no question, there's no answer, there's nothing right now. There's just a lot of information that's being thrown at us from every source that we have, and we just have to digest it. I am hopeful. That 2021 is going to be better. That we'll at least have the ability to be in a room with people that we love and feel okay. Even if we still have to socially distance to a point, which I know, like I said, is going to be in the future. Obviously, we all know that. But to be able to have that, embrace your loved one, have a conversation, have a, have a, a family party, 
kids aren't just having those ride-by parties or, you know, those instances where they were doing baby showers. You need the human element to keep yourself going, to heal yourself. This is what we have to do going forward. We have to heal our hearts. We have to heal our minds. It's not just healing from a pandemic. It's experiencing everything that's happened up until this point. We have to be vigilant. We can't just say, let's let our guard down because, oh, this is going to get better. It doesn't work like that. They said that the last time something like this happened was when the Spanish flu was around. This is killing a multitude of people. And whether you take it as some people feel as though the, the earth, Mother Earth, is cleansing herself. I don't think that that's really true. I think that, again, we weren't prepared. If we had been a little bit more prepared, I think that maybe a lot more people would still be alive. But that's not to say that, you know, those who had pre-existing conditions weren't the ones that were most at risk and sick. And I feel bad for their families. I've lost friends of friends or family members who have passed away from COVID. And to hear their stories firsthand, it makes me so thankful for what I do have, the health that I have, the health that you may have, the relationships that you have with your, your intermediate family that's in your home. We still have Skype. We have FaceTime, we have all kinds of Googles, we have Teams, everything that helps us stay connected while we rebuild our nucleus around us. I wish that, you know, as we heal, we learn more compassion. Because compassion is kind of what's been lacking for years. And while some people do have it, I feel like you need to really encompass the situation of what's truly going on right now. Compassion, love, empathy, sympathy. Understanding what those really mean when you break them down. Walk in other people's shoes. That's so important right now. Whether you be a frontline worker, you're working at a fast food restaurant, you're a bartender, you're a parent, you all have needs. The kids that are being affected right now, they need us most of all. Watching a study on TV the other day talking about childhood depression because of what's been going on, that scares me. I don't have children, but that scares me as somebody who knows little kids, that that's what they're looking forward to or not looking forward to having that breakdown because they have no no socialization. It's scary. And especially if you're an only child, what do you have? You have your parent, you have the computer, and you see your classmates on the computer, but it's not the same. It's not the same as going outside and playing with somebody, screaming your head off, playing with a ball, going in a store, going to Chuck E. Cheese or the other places that kids go to, those trampoline parks that they've had to close. I mean, even as an adult, not being able to go to the gym because, I mean, they say it's safe, but I mean, I don't, being around germs, I don't feel that's a safe environment right now. 
And that's not to say that I don't miss the gym and everything. But if you can do it at home, I think you're that's your best bet right now. Until, obviously, the next wave goes away. Hopefully this is the last wave that we have to go through. But this is a year that I want to start new traditions. You know, to make sure that going forward, my life is happy. The people around me are happy. While we can't do Friendsgiving, we can do it, (laughs) I guess, on FaceTime. Um, Christmas parties, same thing. But at least we can exchange gifts, even if we're not doing it in person. That's still something that you can keep going and, you know, phone your loved ones and, you know, still have that that bond, sing carols, be able to really, really sink everything you have into what's left of this year to truly grasp the gift that we have been given. Everything happens for a reason. And while that's cliche, I know it is cliche. I, I agree. I do believe that these things had to happen for us to stop for just a minute and realize how blessed we are. We took life and the events that have been going on, even before that, for granted. You took not having something on you 24-7. You took, you know, the rights that you had to go anywhere, you know, people being on top of each other. Personal space. If anything, we've learned this year, it's been personal space. Six feet. And that doesn't mean being on top of each other because it still sadly exists in some areas. And that includes my own job where people just don't understand it without arrows and not being able to go to the supermarket when you want to or go somewhere where you need to be or having a curfew because people don't understand that this is what's going on right now. You look at that and you take it into consideration that this happened for a reason. Whether it was a man-made virus or chemical or whatever, it was to teach us. It was a teaching moment. I know, nobody wants to hear that. I don't ever want to hear that. But when you really sit down and you look at the facts, there is nothing that we could have done differently besides being a little bit more prepared and having more PPE to help us or et cetera, et cetera. But there's nothing that we individualized could have done to stop this spread. It was already here. We weren't aware of it. And we just have to make sure that in the future, we take care of ourselves. We wash our hands. We sanitize stuff. We stock up on goods, but not to the point where there's nothing for anybody else. We make a plan with our loved ones, with our kids, with anybody who is important to us. You stay in touch with them. You be that lifeline. Because besides the kids who are depressed, there are adults who are depressed and going through a lot. People who have lost their jobs and livelihoods because of this. Their businesses. Please, look out for them too. There's not just seasonal depression right now. There's all kinds of depression going around. And I know for somebody who who suffers from anxiety, like I do, 
I need that support. I need that that person to vent to. So please don't disappear on them. Don't ghost anybody. Be there. Be there for your friends. Educate yourself. Use this time to educate yourself. Take a course. Learn a new skill. Get certifications. This is the time to do it. Because once life starts to go forward, you'll be able to use these things that you had to help your career or your life going forward. Without these things and and industries that may not exist anymore because of COVID, that's so important. You have to prepare yourself for the unexpected and the inevitable. I'm doing it myself. I always believe that you can better yourself through learning, through school, through online trainings, through, you know, just learning from other people. There is so much more to life than being compartmentalized. You can end this this year on a great note. While it may not end on the best note or I mean, we're not going to have the whole Black Friday extravaganza that we're used to or the consumption of unnecessary junk at times. We have each other. We need to keep that. Keep keep thinking forward. We can't go backwards. We have to make sure that we have the tools to make all of this make sense to us. It may not make sense now, but years from now when we look back, we're gonna say, hey, we survived a pandemic, a global pandemic that took so many people's lives that so many people were exposed to. And we were the ones who were able to overcome this. Why? We'll never know why. How? We may never know how either. But take it as a blessing. Please, don't, don't take this as a punishment. We're not being punished. I mean, it does feel like it at times, but we're also being protected from the unknown that is out there. That virus has mutated into several different kind of categories that we don't know about, but science does. Scientists do. And when they created the vaccine and everything going forward, they took that into account. While we may not get it as as quickly as we want to, we're still months away from really knowing what's going on. But let's just take it as, you know, hurrah, it's one good thing this year. Being able to come together, meeting new people because of circumstances. I would have never met any of my newer friends if it wasn't for the pandemic. I would never be able to experience the things that I've done or said or felt without living through this. 
So there is a flip side of the coin, either or, heads or tails, whichever one you're gonna choose. But know that you matter. Your opinions matter. Your life matters. Your safety matters. You are loved. Everyone needs to feel that love right now. Wherever you are, however you feel, know that that's probably one of the most important things that keeps us going right now. The motivation. Because let me tell you, motivation right now, it's pretty hard to come by. And as the rules become even more strict and more of our liberties are taken back away from us, there's obviously going to be resistance. Don't take this as something you have to force against. Take this as some time that you have at home where you can really figure out what's going to happen in the future. What you need to prepare you, your family, your friends, if you have employees, this is the time. But we need to come together distantly and figure out where do we go from here. Take all these things that we have and use them. You're never going to get this day back. You're never going to get this year back. But breathe. Inhale, exhale. Feel that? You got to let go of some of that. And begin again. Take care.